Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Namaste and Shit with Aina Spirit Walker, True Stories of a Mystic's Life. In case you haven't guessed it, my name's Aina Spirit Walker, and I am an animal communicator, a healer, a psychic, a medicine woman, a spiritual teacher, interfaith minister, and so much more. Thank you for joining me. Today's episode is Say Hello to My Little Friend. When my son was 18, he had graduated high school and decided to go live with his father. And at the same time, my daughter was 16 and also graduated high school. I know, she's awesome. I had been a single mom for many years and had struggled financially. And I really wanted something completely different. At the time, I was running my own chemical-free cleaning business. I was also a bus aide on a special needs bus. Uh, there's something else I did. I can't remember. I've, I've, you know, my brain has missed it right now, but I worked 70 hours a week and I was ready for a big change. So at the time we lived in Pennsylvania and I found something called a work trade on an educational farm in Oregon. My daughter and I got the gig and we relocated by car from Pennsylvania with two cats all the way to Oregon. I don't recommend it, but we made it and we had this cute little cabin that we lived in. It was a 200 square foot cabin um, and it had just enough electricity for a couple light bulbs and the occasional use of a laptop. That was it. It would go out beyond that. Um, no running water. And we had an outhouse. It was actually built on the porch itself. The porch had an overhang and you would walk out onto the porch to use the outhouse. The outhouse had like this big Tupperware thing underneath. And um, yeah, it was my job to empty it. But <laughs> hey, you got to go. You got to go. In case you're wondering, we did have running water at another location. We had a big shared farmhouse that a lot of us use. This cute little 200 square foot cabin in the woods was ours. And our two cats had become outdoor cats. And that took some time. But they were really thriving outside. They came in at night. I had trained them to come in at night because they're coyotes in Oregon. And I definitely did not want my cats outside at night when the coyotes came in. So my cats were outside. We're living in this cute little cabin in the woods. As an animal communicator, animals will find me when they need me. It's like moths to a flame. And here is a great example. One morning, it was about five o'clock in the morning. I'd fed the cats. I let them outside and I had to pee really bad. So I opened up the door and I, I was heading to uh, the little outhouse right here on the corner. And I see this teeny little blob of wet fur on the porch. I'm like, what is that? And I knelt down and it was this tiny little chipmunk soaking wet and he had very labored breathing and I scooped up this tiny little creature. He was so cute. And my daughter, of course, is still sleeping and I'm holding this little, and I could smell it was a dog slobber. So um, the farm dog Boone had obviously been, um, you know, I don't know if he was gnawing on him, but definitely had him in, in his mouth a lot and was probably throwing him around. So I'm holding this cute little wet chipmunk slobbery chipmunk in my hands and I'm trying to get my daughter's attention and I was doing like the the whisper yell I don't know if 
<laughs> if you're familiar with that, apparently I used to do that a lot. So I was like, I'm not going to use her name because she'll get pissed. But I was like, hey, hey. And she wasn't waking up. Hey. Finally, I yell her name. I'm like, you got to get down here. You got to see this. Come see what I found. And she refused to move from the bed until I said, there's a chipmunk on the front porch and Boone was playing with him. He's soaking wet. You got to come see him. So I was holding this little chipmunk and he was so wet and so tired. Oh my God, he was tired. So I held him up against my chest and it must've been two hours. I was holding this little dude, sending him healing energy, patting his little tiny head. At that time, (laughs) by then I had to be so bad, you guys, so bad. Um, So I took him into the outhouse with me. I did what I had to do while I was still holding him. Um, You know, as a woman, as a mother, you learn to multitask no matter what you're doing, right? So, um, and then I walked down to the big farmhouse that we shared. I found a box for him and I wanted to put him down and let him rest because by this time, it's time for farm chores. I got shit to do. I can't carry him with me. And he, I knew he would be okay if he just rested because he was starting to lift his head up. My daughter followed me up um, to see what was going on, see how things were going. And I'm the little chipmunk is starting to perk up. And I asked him, what can I get you to eat? The first thing he asked for is ladybugs. And I had to explain to the chipmunk that humans aren't that great at catching bugs. Could he please give me a plant or a flower that I could get for him so I could feed him? So then he gives me a picture of what I knew to be miner's lettuce. Now, um, I knew that we had some miner's lettuce um, in the forest, not too far away. And I also knew there was another very similar flower and I could never distinguish the two. I always had a difficult time. But the miner's lettuce was very overgrown because we were in the forest. So it was mostly flowers, which is what he was asking for anyway. So as, as my daughter's watching, I'm, I have the chipmunk in my open cupped hands. And the little dude has his little paws. Um, he has his little paws perched on the edge of my fingertips. And he's leaning his little chin forward. So I'm holding him up to the first flower. I'm like, is this one it? And he leans forward, grabs the flower, puts it to his nose. Let's go. Nope. That's not it. Oh shit. Okay. It must be the other one. I'm like, okay, hold on. And I brought him over to another one. I'm like, okay, is this one it? And he leans forward, grabs it, sniffs it. Let's go. No. And I was like, oh damn it. Okay. All right. Hold on. I got it. Wait, I got it. So I found another flower patch and I got the right one. As soon as he grabbed it, he started munching on it right away. And I was like, yes. So my daughter and I grabbed a bunch of those um, because we knew we finally had the right one and put it in, put them in the box. And I put the box up really, really high and said prayers for him. Cause mind you, I have two outdoor cats and they're farm cats and stuff. And I didn't want them to get him, but I also knew if he, I wanted him to get out and heal and go back into the woods. And if I put him in the cabin, he would not be able to do that. So I put him in a box. I put him up really high with all the miners lettuce. I came back throughout the day and checked on him. He would, he had more and more energy. He was looking better and better. And finally, a few hours later, I came back and he was gone. And I was like, oh, awesome. You know, like 
he's better. He's gone. And then part of me was like, shit, did the cats eat him? No, there was no struggle. No, he's okay. He's fine. So probably a week went by and I had not forgotten about him, but, um, oh, I, I probably should mention that I named him Alvin. Yes, I did. I named him Alvin the chipmunk. So, (laughs) um, probably a week went by and I hadn't like forgotten about him, but you know, it was a thing that happened and, and we had moved on with our lives and I was in the cabin and I heard this chirping, this crazy chirping by the window. And at first I thought it was a bird, but it sounded really erratic. So I walked up to the window and looked out and there was Alvin standing on this huge pile. It was like a big stack of trees near, near our cabin window. Alvin's dancing around, doing a little chirpy dance. And he's looking at me and swishing his tail. And I'm like, Alvin, I'm screaming, Alvin, is that you? Alvin, you look amazing, Alvin. And then I was like, oh shit, we have cats. Alvin, get out of here. I love you. Thank you for coming. You got to go. Go back into the woods. Don't let the cats catch you. (laughs) And Alvin came to visit a few times. And by the third time Alvin came to visit, he had a female with him. And he was dancing around and he was chirping and he had this beautiful female with him. And after he visited with the female, I never saw him again. And I assume that they had a little chipmunk family and they moved on with their little chipmunk lives. (laughs) This was such an awesome, awesome experience because I had the opportunity to help this cute little dude. Now, I want to say, too, that the farm where the dog would have been was way down the hill. This was like, I don't remember how many acres. Um, The active part of the farm where we lived was about eight acres. In the center of that was the barn house or the farmhouse where the dog would have been. And our cabin was all the way up at the top of the hill on the edge of the property. So this little chipmunk spirit sent him. I have no idea how hard it was for him to get all the way up there. Maybe the dog dropped him off. I don't know. I don't know how it happened. The dog never was up in that area, but I'm so grateful that Alvin found us and I was able to have that sweet experience. It was one of the coolest experiences. I've had a lot of really awesome experiences with animals and I'm going to be sharing them on this podcast, but That is one of the sweetest, most dear experiences I have had with animals so far in my 50 years on this planet this time. Well, my friend, this one was short and sweet, and I was so honored to share this story with you. Please know that the universe is always communicating with you, whether it be through animals or other venues. You will always hear the messages if you're listening. If you'd like to learn more about staying connected with me, I'm going to leave my Linktree link. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Linktree, it has links of all the things. So you can find my website, my social media platforms. Um, You'll find events that I'm having. There'll be links for those. And there's even a free link for a chat with me if you'd like to learn more about how you can work with me. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, I am so grateful for you. Please like, share, and do all the things. You know what to do. I'll talk to you soon. Take care of yourself, my friend.